Jody Crumpy, director of the Erie City Mission Thrift Stores and Donation Center. When you shop at one of our two thrift stores or drop off items at our donation center, you are providing a meal. You are housing a man in our shelter, helping men and women overcome addiction and giving our inner city youth an opportunity to learn. I want to thank you for making a difference. This is our city, our mission. God bless you. All year round, Frontier Home Products and Design has what you need to make your home comfortable and beautiful. Relax on a new timber tech deck designed by Frontier's experts. A new fireplace from Frontier Home Products Fireplace Gallery adds warmth and serenity to any home. Beauty and versatility at Frontier Home Products and Design Center, 4213 Peach Reeds 5th next to the Bayfront Highway. Frontier Home Products and Design Center. Discover a new PA contractor number PA039007. Welcome to TalkErie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. With me is the Erie County Coroner, Lyle Cook. Uh, how are you, Lyle? Good to see you. It's uh, it's good to be back. Thanks, thanks for joining us. And, and and I know you reached out because you you had you had your numbers pretty early. I guess it doesn't take very long to compile them, huh? No, I I still have probably twenty five cases that I haven't been able to rule on because okay. of toxicology and things. But we pretty much know going in where where it's going to go. So, uh, why how are people dying in twenty twenty two? Well. Uh, we've run into some things this year that we haven't run into before. Really? Uh, it's uh, every, every year is an adventure, but, uh, natural wise, uh, of course, heart You're right. by far, uh, uh does, just, just does everything like widowmaker heart attacks kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, wow. and it's, uh, it's an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> uh, we've had people as young as 14 dying of, of cardiac disease. Um, up to 87, 93, 104. So age doesn't mean anything. Interesting. And, wow. Uh, so we, we see a, quite, a, quite a bit of that. Now, last year, uh, my staff and I went out on 493 death calls that turned out to be natural. Okay. Now, it was either cardiac or generally cancer of some sort. And, and generally, natural causes, do you make a determination for those? No. I'll, okay. Now, my job is to determine that there's no foul play. Gotcha. But if somebody dies at home uh, out of medical supervision, then we, we go out. Now, if, if the person is under hospice care, they just we do it by telephone. There's no reason for us to go right. and tie things up. We ask seven questions. I, ha- I keep a record of it. And then the family can go on with their funeral arrangements and that sort of thing. How many? I mean, do you have an idea of of the entire scope of how many people die in a given year in Erie County? Uh, Erie County right now usually runs about thirty two hundred to thirty six hundred deaths. And I wonder what our ages. birth rate is. I wonder if we're keeping up. I don't get involved. With right, that. <laughs> you don't get involved <laughs> on the other side. But I mean, uh, you know, we do we have a replacement rate for yeah. the number of people that pass away, right? That, I mean, you would think. Uh, yeah. But I really don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Never paid much attention to it. And so cardiac seems to be as far as natural yeah, causes. Yeah. Is cardiac and, and cancer are the two. Okay. Are the two do you ones. include strokes into 
uh, cardiac arrest? No, well? that's that's con considered a circulatory. Oh, okay. Death, but it's still a natural death. Yeah. And a natural death to the coroner, by law, is any death that originates inside the body. So consequently, a stroke, a heart attack, um, an aneurysm are all natural deaths. Mm -hmm. And therefore, um, that doesn't require any kind of... Uh, uh, investigation. Right. An unnatural death is why I exist. Right. Is any death that originates outside the body. Mm -hmm. And that could be anything from a virus to a train. Right. Right. When you hear of somebody dying of blunt force trauma and they were in an accident, mm -hmm. you're involved with that. Yeah. Because the coroner is the only one that can uh, uh, certify that death. A, a mm -hmm. physician cannot sign a death certificate that has anything other than natural causes on it. Wow. All right, well, let, let's talk about accidents before we go into other, you know, the, the tougher stuff. Um, you know, I remember you, we had this conversation during the, the, the heart of COVID, and because people weren't driving, they weren't on motorcycles, mm -hmm. we had a, a, a real drop in accidental death, yes, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, the, uh, especially, especially in the motorcycles. Uh, but part of that was is that the motorcycle community themselves started policing it themselves. Interesting. How, and so when they would get yeah. together, if someone had a little too much to drink, okay. they took care of it. Interesting. And their, and their numbers just plummeted, and they've done, they did a beautiful job in protecting each other. Wow. Um, motorcycles, for instance, uh, at one point we were doing like 20 a year. Uh, in 2021, we had five. Is that right? And and some some of those are actually motorcyclists that ran, hit a deer. It okay. doesn't necessarily mean that they were impaired. Or sure, anything. right? Yeah, it just it was an unfortunate accident. Wow. Uh, they still can't get. Well, I, I mean, what about the the idea of of hitting a motorcycle? That that's yeah, an the, issue too. Right? Oh, exactly. I mean, and historically, we always had at least one death when they had roar on the shore. Really? Somewhere. Um, oh, it my. wasn't always, you know, it was, it was never here on State Street. Yeah. It was, uh, it was elsewhere because there were so many motorcycles in mm -hmm. the area and sometimes the people didn't know their way around. Wow. Uh, um, you know, there's just, there's as many reasons for a, an accident to occur as there are people. Yeah, I'll never forget. I don't know if it was uh, President Clinton or one of the presidents was, was going uh, from Erie to Meadville, or or, or you're one of the candidates, and he had a he, there are two uh, state trooper motorcycle cops, and they hit they hit, went right into a deer. You remember that, like from uh, yeah, about 15, 20 years ago. It, yeah, yes. I mean it was one of those crazy things. You, you know, deer shows up, they had nowhere to go. Oh yeah, and, and they really got hurt. You know? And especially with crotch rockets, uh, where I live in Edinburgh, they they'll go tearing down ninety nine. Mm hmm. Um, and I've always said all it takes would be a squirrel or a chipmunk to run out in front of them at that speed. Wow. And there'd be no way to recover from it. And thank God it hasn't happened. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, I ran over a, a, a raccoon in, in my car. It didn't hurt any, you know, but it hurt the raccoon and hurt the car. You oh, know? sure. But, see, I mean, I can't even imagine being in a motorcycle. Um, as, far as, as far as automobile accidents or, and deaths from... Did we have uh, any of that? Well, last year, uh, in 2022, we had 31 total motor vehicle deaths in Erie County. Is that right? I, I am pr glad to say that the alcohol-related incidents just across the board, especially motor vehicles, has, has plummeted. Okay. And I think 
uh, there's a, a variety of reasons. I don't know what they are exactly, but part of it was the checkpoints. I think that had They're a lot effective. to do with it. Yeah. I think society in general, drinking is, is looked at a bit differently than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. You yeah. know, you don't see people after work stopping for a couple hours and that kind of thing. Um, or if they do, they're drinking seltzer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, it, it begs the question then, when, would, you, would you be running a toxicology on someone who was high on marijuana and, and getting into an accident? If it's a motor vehicle accident, we are required to tox the, the operator. And would that call no, no the what. THC would show up in your in your numbers? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, we Have test- you seen any of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's kind of interesting because I've gone into a number of places, including some of the towers here in Erie and places around the, the county. And I literally get a contact high. Walking, you get a contact yeah, high. Walking down what? the hall. <laughs> and I think... Oh. What is it, the 60s? <laughs> well, it's called medical marijuana. Yeah, yeah and, that, you know, and that's why I don't have a problem with it. But, but, but there's something about secondhand smoke, huh? Yeah. Wow. And I, and I always occasionally will say to the paramedics or the police, I say, as soon as I'm done here, I'm going to stop and get some Cheetos. <laughs> 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 something wow. crunchy. But, oh, my <laughs> word. But, you know, it, that's how society's changed just yes. in, a, in a very short period of time. And, uh, but we, we test everybody. Now there, there has been a, a law on Pennsylvania books since the seventies, uh, detailing DUI and marijuana. Okay. But they chose, they've chosen never to, to enforce it. Okay. Back up and tell me this again. So you're saying that, that, uh, driving under the influence of, uh, of a high level of THC is currently not being enforced by law enforcement? Not, not to my knowledge, no. It, uh, but that, that's been on the books for, they, they set actual um, amounts, just like they do for other drugs. Right. Um, and, I, and I really don't know how, yeah. uh, how accurate any of that is, because I've never had anybody that just had THC on board. It's always in addition to... Uh, like All, coke or yeah, or, or meth oxycontin or oxy, and yeah. uh, is that it wow special k and all this other stuff seriously it's it's just amazing and the stuff is coming out so quickly from clandestine labs that the the the, the big labs can't keep up with it because it takes months and months and months and especially with the fentanyl most of our fentanyl is made in clandestine labs right whether chinese labs or mexican labs yeah. or something like that and, i mean um, so consequently, all they do is you, you, you know, I can remember from chemistry when I was in college, you can put a couple drops of vodka in it and it comes, it comes out com- something completely different. And then the next batch, you might put a couple drops of rum in it or, you know, oh whatever goodness. it is. Um, so they can't keep up with it except ultimately it, it boils down to the fentanyl. Right. And, and the fentanyl is you know again that's that's a uh it's made in a lab mm-hmm. um so it's it's there's nothing natural about it no no it's wow. an absolute uh made in the lab chemical unlike uh now like uh, opioid is poppies right or whatever right. Or like or, i mean opium i should say yeah yeah uh, uh, uh narcan mm-hmm. has been heralded 
and it and it's a wonderful thing in certain cases yeah. but it's only designed for naturally occurring opiates and of which uh, there's op- uh, there's heroin cocaine uh, morphine and opium you don't see much opium around right. anymore right. but um, and that will it's it's amazing it, it works in seconds uh, but it has very little effect on fentanyl and uh, yeah boy that has not been emphasize at all no and i and because I, everybody thinks well even the users think yeah that well you can bring me back mm-hmm. and i can just take a little bit more a little bit more and again i don't understand how that works that that, that you would be up against to the edge like that you know, my wow. argument was when they started handing out uh the Nar- Narcan, yeah. like pez dispensers <laughs> i said you know what you're doing you're sending a message mm-hmm. Do as much as you want. We got your back. And I said, I'm here to tell you, we don't always have your back. And, right. and it won't take long before they don't get there soon enough or you get a little bit too much in your system that, uh, and there's no coming back from it. And fentanyl is especially dangerous because it kills by paralyzing the respiratory center of the brain. So within seconds, you forget how to breathe and you're dead. You're generally dead before you hit the floor. It happens that fast. and But I've had users tell me that it's the ultimate high. And this one guy who I've known for years said, it only kills beginners. That's that's scary. That is scary stuff. The coroner, let's, let's go back to uh, the car accidents. And it, I think your numbers say that most or at least a plurality of accidents have extenuating circumstances of drugs or alcohol. That's correct. Um, For instance, I haven't been able to compile my final numbers for last year because I I still have open cases. But in 2021, 13% of our accidental deaths had alcohol on board. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they were legally intoxicated, but there was alcohol in the system. 34% had drugs on board. Wow. And, and that, that all comes out in a toxicology uh, report? Yes, sir. Uh, we, we test for 1,100 chemicals and drugs. Is that right? Okay, are you, like, when it comes to alcohol, are you able to identify what kind of alcohol? No. no. So no. just... No, it comes it, back. It's it eth- could be beer. It could be eth- wine. Ethanol. Yeah, ethanol. Got and, it. And we don't have any idea of how much was, was consumed, how long ago it was consumed. Do you have a, a, how drunk they were, though? Well, it'll... Like it'll, it'll, point it'll o- tell- over 0.08? Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that, that's that's how we get it back, but the point is, is that we don't know whether the the number is still going up, or it's it's on its oh. way back down because it it it's not static. Right. Those, those numbers, the body still burns things off even after it's dead, and it's 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 minor and it really doesn't yeah. matter. But it it will tell us exactly what what the percentage of alcohol in the in the system is, um, and sometimes we you know <laughs> being Growing up in the '60s, I get a smell and I'll say, "Oh, that's vodka or that's Jack." Daniels. Okay, <laughs> that you'll be able. Yeah, to you know, and, and, and after a while, you. Get what about the that. drug side? Uh, I mean, basically, if someone is high on cocaine or high on meth, is that readily apparent uh, on a on a physical thing, or you have to come back with the toxicology? Well, it's toxicology. There's toxicology. really there's very very little for us to see now. Occasionally, of course, when we do our examination, we look in the nostrils. And sometimes if it's crusty, we're thinking, all right, now we they're snorting something. Okay. But uh, it all that matters to us is what's in the body, not what's on it. 
Okay, and so even even signs of shooting up or anything like that yeah, is we look not, we look for that. You'll too. look for it and um, make a note, but if if there's nothing there, and of well, course with the uh, uh, with tattoos and things, it's it's very difficult. You know, the, the sleeves they call them, you know, where they cover the entire yeah. arm. A lot of times that's done for the purpose of hi- hiding the, the tracks. Wow. So it's hard for us to, to tell. So we, we just wait until the laboratory studies come back mm-hmm. because those are unassailable. So would you necessarily get called in, if there was a, a wrongful death suit, for example, of somebody who was in a car accident, mm-hmm. even if, even if the, you know, the, the perpetrator is the deceased, I mean, you you would have to go and and say, hey, this is what he had on him. Oh yeah, yeah we and, you know we're required to, to uh, so that the insurance companies can work that out. Yeah, right? we we share that that's that's part of our our coroner's report, and that's uh, and then of course the, the toxicology reports are available to the police and and insurance companies. Other than that, we don't get involved in it. Okay, because my only job as coroner. Uh, is to determine cause and manner of death. And the cause is the medical condition incompatible with life. Uh, manner of death is the f- are the five legal pigeonholes, natural accident, homicide, suicide, and undetermined. And that's all I, that's all I got. That, that's, that's what you have. Uh, you got your he- headphones on. Let's grab a call here. Hey, you're live with the corner, Lyle Cook. Go ahead morbid or anything i just, just i'm gonna ask a question and i hang up and listen to the answer but what started you to become a coroner i mean were you dissecting like frogs and stuff when you were a kid and really getting into it or uh, you answer it I'll, I'll listen on the radio thanks thanks, thanks for tuning in okay, <laughs> well you know here's the thing uh i'm hearing from a lot of funeral directors that there's a lot of interest in your business because mm-hmm. of csi and what is it all these different all right. uh different tv shows but well, you didn't have a TV show back then. No, no, not at all. And I, I get asked this question a lot, and it depends on what I'm doing is how, uh, in regards to how I answer it. I will tell you that I, uh, at five years old, I decided to become a funeral director. I was a fifth-generation lumberman in Girard, and I don't know what, I, I like to think it was maybe brain damage uh, <laughs> or some, some sort of, but... I decided at, the, at five years old that that's what I, I wanted to be a funeral director. So your dad was a funeral director? No. 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 Okay. Fifth they, generation. They were lumber. Lumber. Okay. I thought maybe yeah. that was a family name. Yeah. Of a, no. No. Okay. No, we sold wow. lumber. We sold lumber. sold lumber. Used to build the boats for the Erie Canal in Platte. Oh, my goodness. My family. And, I mean, it, it goes back forever. And uh, my older brother, who since ceased, uh, became a, uh, an oceanographer. I became a, an undertaker. And everyone else, you know, everyone else pretty much stuck with the business Amazing. as long as it, as it lasted. But that, that's a good question. And I, uh, but I've, al- I've always loved it. I'm still fascinated after 43 years. Yeah. Um, although I'm, I don't openly practice as a funeral. I'm an embalmer. Right. Which is a hobby now. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. But uh, I, I'm just, fa- I'm still fascinated uh, with the whole idea. And, the, and you learn something new every day. Let's grab another phone call. We've got about two minutes, caller. Go ahead. You're talking to Coroner Lyle Cook. Oh, there you go. Go ahead. Lyle, real quick. Uh, during the um, COVID pandemic, government estimated that there'd be millions and millions of deaths across the country if 
people refuse to get vaccinated. Considering the low vaccination rates that we had in the city of Erie, especially on the lower east side, did uh, Erie County suffer massive deaths like that was we just lost you. I'll have, have them answer on the phone. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a great question. Yes, it is. Uh, well, first of all, uh, COVID death is considered a natural death, so mm-hmm. it doesn't really fall under the coroner's purview. But no, I don't believe that it was anywhere near the uh, the over, overwhelming doom. Right. Uh, I will tell you that I did not have my shots, and I will not get my shots. I don't believe in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, that's my that's a personal decision personal on my, decision, in yeah. my part, uh, but uh, we we really haven't seen anything, and uh, and that's not something that you would study like if there were certain comorbidities that yeah. you you know they're not no. they're not going to call you in and make that determination. No, that that's 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 a, med- that's a, med- that's a medical yeah. side. Yeah. So we uh, so consequently, and I'm not sure that a lot of the COVID deaths, if you will, were actually COVID deaths. It seemed that uh, when they started offering money for it to families, suddenly you didn't hear anyone dying of influenza A or B, which individually are, are more virulent than the COVID. Mm. But you didn't get any money for that. Right. So I don't know. Um, I try not to think about it. <laughs> and, 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 and again, just to be clear, you, you weren't making that determination that if someone who would be coming out of the hospital or dying at home of, uh, that that would be determined by by their doctor by their doctor yes. of whether it was a COVID death or not. Absolutely, so yeah. interesting, so and interesting. So I, you know, and I've all, often wondered a lot of the COVID deaths that were called COVID deaths were they even tested? Right, right. And and my my what little I know about it uh, would would say no. A lot of them were not tested. Hmm. All right, we got to go to the bottom of the hour news break. When we come back, we are going to dive into this fentanyl thing because uh, I tell you what, it is uh, it is a scourge. Uh, uh, incredible numbers of of our neighbors are being affected by that. Quarter Lyle Cook is our guest here on the Joel Natale Show. You're not going to get this information anywhere else on the radio. Stay with us. It's our program here on Talk Erie with us Lyle Cook and Lyle we've been kind of talking about accidental deaths we've been talking about um, uh, you know some of the other things that you deal with but we have we haven't really dived in on the uh, on drug overdoses and things and we really need to talk about that because is that the leading cause of death in Erie County uh, I don't know. Um, well, you it's, said it's, cardiac it's, is. Yeah, I mean for natural death. For natural death, but, on, uh, but as far as unnatural death. Uh, the uh, uh, drug deaths are considered accidental. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. Um, unless there's a suicide note, and we never, we rare, rarely, if ever, see that. Uh, last year, uh, we had a, we had 105 drug deaths in Erie County, wow. and I probably have another. 10 that I haven't that you're waiting on waiting on uh as opposed to 493 natural deaths that we went out so it's it's still a a fraction of it but it's 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 a high fraction sure and um you're saying that pretty much all of that is coming from fentanyl yes yeah fentanyl um for instance uh, 87 percent of my drug deaths in in 2022 were fentanyl involve fentanyl uh, because it kill. I mean it's 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 a death sentence uh, there is a legal use of fentanyl right oh, yeah. as a patch 
yeah. uh, generally, right? And they also, when I had open heart surgery, that was one of one of the drugs that they gave me for anesthesia. It was. Oh yeah, and it's a very good drug when it's not abused, but when it when it, it's abused, the lights go out. And wow. There there is no coming back from it. And unreal. And I would be, and I I tell people when I speak to groups. Why would you put something in your body that you bought from someone named Bubba? <laughs> I mean, I think people have been asking that question yeah. for millennium. But I mean, that's the truth. But eighty-seven wow. percent was fentanyl of our our drug deaths. Twenty-nine percent had cocaine, and twenty-three percent had uh, methamphetamine. Okay. Do Do you feel like meth is discouraged that it had been, let's say, fifteen years ago, ten years ago? It It's gone up. It's gone it's, up. It's gone con- up considerably. Oh, it, wow. It's much more avail- readily available now. Okay. And I think it's, uh, and I don't know from the street. I mean, because they, they, you know, that's that's the narrative around here is that, you know, rural Pennsylvania, we're, you know, meth country. Meth, right. You know, and I, I remember uh, years ago that it used to come out of these little farms, you know, down in Green, Mercer County and Youngstown and places like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I We have no way of knowing where it's coming from right. or anything, but... But the meth has is, is actually become more and more popular. Interesting. For, for whatever reason. And I suspect that it's easier to obtain that than it is the opiates like cocaine. Right. All, of, all of these drugs, these primary drugs, meth, uh, cocaine, and certainly fentanyl, they're so highly addictive. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult for somebody to, to break that habit uh, without you know very strong care like we have in some oh. of our treatment places absolutely i i can't tell you how many cases we've had where someone is released from rehab and the very first thing they do is go home and we end up finding them dead in the bathroom oh my god because they they're going to go back and historically they will um inject whatever they did before they went to rehab well now they've lost their tolerance oh so they're 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 misjudging what their system can handle absolutely and they just wow. want they just want one more hit, and that hits too much. And we see that time after time after time. Unreal. And uh, there's really, I don't know what to do about that. Well, and here's the thing: it's not like you're you're not going in into a sanitized environment. There's no. family around. Mm-hmm. There's people that have just suffered incredible loss. I mean, how do you maintain your composure and your professionalism in that regard? Well, I. Uh, I traditionally think, when even back when I was in the funeral business, that I'm doing something for you that no one else can do. I will get. I You're will providing give, a true service. I will give you some answers, maybe not this minute, um, but there's somebody here to take charge and kind of guide you, uh, and it's very difficult, especially all the years that I was in Girard, my hometown. I knew everybody that I buried, and uh, matter of fact, I've got something yet today wow um but i you look at it i've always said that if you're driving down 90 and you come across an accident and you look over as you're driving by all you see is the blood we don't see the blood right we see i'm thinking i'm already thinking there's like a hundred details that i have to attend to right and at the same thing when we go to someone's house and we've sat my, my deputies and i have sat holding a lady's hand 
waiting for the funeral home to come mm-hmm. because that's part of what we do. Wow. It's not it's not enough to just go in and say you know there's right. everything the clinical fine. part of all no, that. No, no, and we we have we have to treat them like people Absolutely. with respect and and we're very proud of that. Mm-hmm. That uh, we've we've always done that. Are, is it is it incumbent upon you? And again, there's a lot of TV shows out there that are, you know, trying to make they make people think that they're experts on this stuff. But are you trying to rec- in an accidental death or or what have you, or even just you're investigating a death? Are you recording every uh, every you know different kind of thing? Every bruise, every scrape, uh, every. Um, you know, contusion or what have you. Well, in in the case of a motor vehicle accident, if we we bring the body back to the my 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 office, yeah, and we draw fluids, which is cardiac blood, urine if we can get it, and vitreous fluid from the eye, wow. and that's what we we submit for toxicology. We will examine the body, but the problem with with a, a motor vehicle accident is that even with a full autopsy, we can't determine a single reason cause of death. It, it's global. So oh. that's why you'll see in the paper that I ruled the death due to multiple blunt force trauma. Like multiple blunt force trauma. Like the man hit by a train. And right. We can't tell whether it's a fractured skull, broken. You know, it's, it has all of these, and you can't. There's no way to medically or scientifically determine which one happened first that would have likely caused the death. So it, it, we we group it all together. Right. And so consequently, the abrasions and the small cuts mm-hmm. and things really are of little interest to us. Okay. B- about that train case, and you can tell, say as much or as little as possible, but it sounded like on the report today that I heard on TV that, that it was an accident, that he was not aware of the train coming, but mm-hmm. he's still sitting on the train tracks. Absolutely. Yes. Isn't that, you know, kind of, it makes you wonder if there was something wrong Toxicology wise. Yeah, and, and of course, we're, 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 we're testing him, but it's not going to change the cause or manner of death because cool. it's oh, going to okay. be multiple blunt force trauma either way. Gotcha. And so, wow. what he had in his system didn't matter. I don't think he realized how fast 55 miles an hour is. And the question has, has always been how can, how can you be sitting on the tracks eating and a freight train sneaks up on you? Well, as it turns out, I, I learned from a physicist from one of the railroads that everything around a, a train is designed to be heard a half a mile ahead of it. Oh, okay. the, the air horns and all the, all the uh, locomotives now have onboard cameras in the cab. Yeah, yeah. So you don't actually see the impact, but you can see right up right up into it. And some time ago, I had a man walking his dog on the tracks, and the, the train came up, a freight train blowing the horn and everything else and neither one of them turned around until the very last second and the dog started to turn its head it was a, a and that was it wow. and that was it and, and i said how can what do you mean he snuck up on you yeah and but that and the thing is is that when you're walking only the uh the only part of your body touching the the ground is said to be about the size of a quarter on the on the bottom of your foot so you're not likely to, to feel the, the rumble right. like you are when you're sitting in your car at the crossing and a train goes yeah, by. Yeah, it just kind of rat- rattles the windows. Mm-hmm. Let's grab another phone call. Hey, uh, caller, you're live with Corner Lyle Cook here on Talk Erie. A very interesting uh, conversation this afternoon. Oh, thank you. I, I, I met you under some unfortunate 
circumstances before. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I had a tenant that no, nothing. You know, we had a tenant that had passed away in our apartment, and I had to meet you in the Mill Creek Police at the apartment. Um, but my, my, I'm a little intrigued about this accident you guys were just talking about on the tracks with that person that was trying to gather their stuff. Now, mm-hmm. you know, I understand, you know, be, I don't want to sound like a smart aleck or anything, but, you know, as children, we were, you don't play on the tra- around trains. You don't play on the train track. Right. Why, what was he doing that really, I'm surprised the pol- they have their own police and they're usually really tough. You're, they see, somehow they know when someone's on the track mm-hmm. or they, they police that. And, uh, I mean, to me, it sounded like mental issues. Well, that, that very well could be. We have no way of determining that. Right. Um, but the way, I mean, other than that, it's probably, you know, I know a few people have done it. They mm-hmm. went and stood in front of the train. I'm going to let him. Just, I'm going to let him finish up. Thank you, Gino. Appreciate it, man. And uh, very, very professional guy you got there. Very like absolutely. the job you're doing. Keep thank up you. The good work. Oh, thank you. Bye bye. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, you can't really tell what his intention was, no. but it, it, in that particular case, based on, uh, of course, we have. Were seen there the people video. around, or oh, no, we have video. They, they they have the video, but we we interviewed the uh, the train crew. Okay. And they said, you know, he was sitting there, and at one point he realized that the train was there, and tried and and tried to roll out of the way. Yeah. And it, it just, he, I'm like you said, I don't think he realized how how quick it was. But I don't believe it was a suicide in this particular okay. case. I've had cases. Uh, one of the big things is these kids wearing earbuds, Correct. walking down the middle of the tracks, and again, you know, the, the train sneaks up on you, which just. I still can't figure it out after all these years. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, you don't. You, don't would you? It. Would you be walking down 12th Street with earbuds? Yeah. You wouldn't. No. No. And historically, anytime you're on the railroad track, uh, as as our caller just said, uh, air, railroad tracks are private property everywhere in the in the Commonwealth. Yeah. And they grant easements to us to be able to cross the track. But so technically. The, the the theory was is that if you're hit on a on the railroad tracks, it's your fault right out of the gate. Wow. And there's a certain amount of truth to that, I think. Yeah. We need to we need to pivot to homicides and suicides here. How many homicides did you find in twenty twenty two? believe it or not, our homicide we had five. And that's down, that's isn't it? That's way down. That's about the lowest it's ever been. Wow. The last one being two minutes before New Year's. That's the really? gentleman over at the, uh, on Buffalo Road. Okay. Um, but it, it, was fi- it was five cases. Which is, is that Was that the one at the Metropolitan? Yes. Okay. And uh, uh, 2021, we or had... Or Metroplex. I've Metro- got to make sure I get Met- it Yeah, Metroplex. In yeah. uh, 2021, we had 14. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, it's that much of a difference. Wow. And I, I don't know why that is. Um, but, I mean, wasn't one of the five the little boy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the girl, uh, it was a girl that was in the, in the bedroom and things. Yeah, but, yeah. But, um, and a homicide to the corner been... is the death of a person at the hands of another, period. Right. So. Um, now, have, did you have to testify at all those cases? Anything that's gone to trial so far? No. 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 Generally, if, uh, 
anyone does it, it's Dr. Bay, my pathologist. Okay. Um, uh, and it's, it's it's very rare because generally his findings uh, are, are not arguable. Interesting. And Interesting. So it's it is it is what it is, and it's right. it's very unfortunate. But um, uh, I mean, what about what about supplying? the the prosecution with evidence uh, are you taking pictures i mean what what is your role in all that well we don't we stopped taking pictures a long time ago oh you did because the police do that and their people are trained to do i mean there's a certain way of taking crime scene photographs okay we're not trained in it well, i thought you would take pictures on on the um on the table yeah, and on, uh, during the autopsy, we, the autopsy, we, we do okay. digital photographs, Got it. which are uh, then put into the the file. Gotcha. Um, but that's uh, you know those of course aren't open to anybody without a without a court order. Uh-huh. Um, and and we do that because we 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 photograph all tattoos, any injuries, uh, any jewelry, just yeah, you know, and then anything unusual. Yeah, naturally, and. Uh, so we probably take 20 to 25 photographs of an average case. If it's uh, something more interesting, it'll be 60 or 70 wow. photographs. And yeah. I have a retired state trooper, uh, Lee Formicella, who, who is my photographer, and he's very good, and he knows what he's doing. But when we go out on scenes, if there are any pictures taken, the police do it because they're the experts. And it's good to know what your parameters are right so of course my essentially i'm there to determine whether or not there's any sign of foul play Mm -hmm. uh, to protect the scene protect the body and uh, and then we work of course with the police and the Mm -hmm. the mts and everybody else to determine so i can determine however i do it uh the cause and manner of that death so even though this has been a year where in the news gun violence, especially youth violence, has been very prevalent. The actual homicide rate, and that would include domestic violence as well, right. is way down. Oh, absolutely. And it, and, and it happens like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would love to say that it will never go higher than that. Mm-hmm. I know better. But uh, this year, there, there was just nothing. There, I'm, there were a lot of shootings, but they were non, non-lethal shootings. Amazing. So I don't. Uh, we're not involved in it. All right. Let's talk about suicide. And again, every once in a while, uh, you know, it comes to us about this one or that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what numbers do you have for suicide? Well, the suicides uh, have gone up uh, from 2021. We had 48 suicides in the county. Uh, we, last year, we went up to 57. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, historically. Thirty percent of suicides leave a note only, and that's not just in Erie, but that's nationwide. Just thirty percent. About thirty okay. percent or less. Uh, uh, last year, of our fifty-seven uh, suicides, fifty-six um, percent were due to gunshot wound. I was going to say, there's, nine. there's a, there. I mean, there's that whole contagion as well of people letting letting the guns be available or people using their own guns. Right, know? and that's usually that's usually the case. Uh, the, the, the second most common is hanging, really? which is 25%. And I, and I will tell you that virtually all of our hangings are people sitting on the floor or lying on the bed. We rarely get suspended, you know, cowboy movie right. hangings. It only takes about 20, 20 uh, pounds of pressure on the neck vessels to occlude the blood supply to the brain. 
Oh my God! So consequently, and that's how you know we have these hangings in prisons and things. Yeah. They just all they do is scooch down and put some, and it's 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 a harbinger back to the uh, choking game if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't take much, and these people can breathe right up until the moment they die, but they, they end up um, robbing their brain of oxygen. It's anoxic encephalopathy, and. Um, so consequently, that's the second most common, and we've had Incredible. a we've had. Uh, Is there any any way that you could determine whether or not it, it's accidental, like they're goofing off and then it goes south on them? Well, we, we do. Uh, we fall we fall back to because uh, there's like five. those TikTok things. And yeah, all that. families and things. We rarely run into that, to be honest okay. with you. Right. And and it's very easy for us to tell. Okay, you know, you know, if there's a party. All right, now we're going to look at it a little different. Yeah. And then, of course, in the meantime, police are are uh, corralling and, and questioning everybody that's there. Mm-hmm. So I fall back on on their findings. Right. But we, we rarely ever run into that, to be honest. It, uh, and uh, then we have all kinds of other types of suicide, uh, stabbing. People will stab themselves to death. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we don't see much in the way of uh, slitting wrists like okay. they had back in the 60s. Yeah, right. When the Beach Boys were... Were <laughs> a lot, um, but um, and there's a, a few drug, but very, very right. rarely do we have drug suicides. Kind of like taking, you know, taking uh, an overdose of, of sleeping pills, that whole thing, right? You know, yeah. right, making a note or like whatever. The old uh, Hollywood movies, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Again, the the media is just so awful when it comes to this. All right. So you said there's like five different things that you investigate. Let's yeah. see if there we've gone five, over them. Five manners. Five manners. There's natural. Yeah, accident, which uh, accident death is one that could reasonably been prevented. Uh, homicide, death of a person at the hands of another. Suicide, death of a person by their own hand, and undetermined. When How many deaths are undetermined? Well, last year we had seven. Okay. And those are deaths that we cannot determine within a medical or scientific certainty, even with autopsy and Dr. Bay and, yeah. and toxicology. A lot of times we just we just don't know and um or we'll find somebody outside that's been out mm-hmm. for several months and at that point right. we have no way of all we can say is that there's no machine markings meaning stab wounds or gunshot wounds on the bones other than that uh, a lot of times there's anthropophagy where the animals have moved oh, in okay um so we, we we can't say and there's no soft tissue to draw fluids for toxicology so those become undetermined un- because i just can't say and right. I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. And uh, so. Uh, so uh, so the total number that you investigated were, uh, as far as all of the deaths that, that the coroner's office dealt with, it was oh, like 400 and some? Uh, no, it was uh, 1,220. 1,220. Yes. With the vast majority being natural causes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. By all means, two, 257 accident. Uh, 57 suicide, uh, five homicide, and uh, seven undetermined. Wow! And it's uh, it's a lot. Plus, I have to approve every all cremations before they're done. Oh! And um, let's see, we did last year. We did 2,395 of those. And wow. in 2021, we did 2,426 uh, of those. And you were telling me that you used to have. A staff of 11, at, at least part-time uh, funeral directors that would also be assistant coroners, right? Right, 
yeah, we, deputies. Yeah, we we had uh, I had eleven deputies when I when I first elected in uh, and you have in two now, and we're down to two. Um, is is it possible that just not enough people are getting in the funeral home business? Well, yeah, and and they didn't necessarily have to be funeral directors. Okay, but, but that seemed to that was the best fit. It sure. was how I got got mm-hmm. started with with Merle, and your predecessor with too, Merle right? Wood, yeah, right? Merle Wood, yeah. And uh, to this day, three fifths of the sixty seven corners in Pennsylvania come from funeral backgrounds. Right. Uh, most, if a doctor worth his weight isn't going to work for what we do. Right, right. I got to be honest. You got to be honest. The the pay ain't great. No, no. uh, But uh, but we have the the thing that I think bothers me the most this year. Yeah. Is as of today, we've had forty one. We had forty one unclaimed people. Really. And and of those, over ninety percent have family, and they just walk away from it. Oh. And uh, we had uh, 24 in the year, the previous yeah. year. We're at 41 right now. I've delivered 35 urns out to uh, to the pauper's uh, grave. To, or well, out, I, I just take it to uh, Pleasant Ridge. Pleasant Ridge, and yeah. then we have the scattering ceremony every other year on 9/11 mm-hmm. out at Holmes mm-hmm. House Cemetery. But I've, I, my closet's building up again, and these people really? just don't care anymore. And and I know they, they say money's a problem. Um, but yeah. I've been I've been hearing this from my funeral home friends, my yeah. funeral director friends that mm-hmm. that I mean, no one even wants to have a, a you know memorial service or even oh, just yeah. you know, uh, and you know fifteen minute prayer service uh, to, mm-hmm. to send somebody off. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, really, where our society is at these days. Mer- and, and growing yeah. up, and I'm, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Uh, Memorial Day, you go out to the cemetery, yes. and tri- trim around your grandma, grandma stone. Mm-hmm. You know, and you put some flowers. Now nobody, you know, they don't even mow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> some, well, most of them are, are well taken yeah. care of. The, um, uh, the whole society has changed. There's no doubt. And, There's no doubt. And they used to say that um, the the ethic of a society is is can be determined by how they care for their dead. Absolutely. And we're just seeing who cares, you know. So uh, you, you 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 get up, you do the job every day mm-hmm. and and you never know if you're going to have one case, two cases, five cases a day. I mean, no, we it's don't. It's pretty pretty remarkable. And when we're called, all I want's an address. We, yeah, and we just You'll don't tell there. me anything, yeah. and I'll figure it out when I get there. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Don't don't try to be amateur coroner. Yeah. Coroner Lyle Cook, thank you so so much for being with us. Joel, it's my pleasure. You got As it here. Always. You've been listening to the Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at talkerie.com. <laughs>